With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello everyone and welcome to Club Deck Corner. I am your host Scott Carney and first off I'd like to start with an apology for the lack of content after the Hibs game. Uh, the weekend I was moving house and things as usual did not go to plan when moving house uh, so I was actually rushed off my feet and I didn't even get a chance to, to watch the match unfortunately. Um, second of all I'd like to thank Ali and Scotia for taking the reins for Club Deck Corner last week as again I was far too busy to uh, participate. Uh, the lads did a stellar job and I was like a, a proud Rangers da uh, when I got a chance to, to listen back to the pod so thank you very much to the both of them for that. And last but no means least, uh, the last thing we'll, I just want to say just before we get into it, um, it's thank you to all the listeners and the kind messages <clears throat> of, for me moving house uh, and for sticking with us uh, kind of during my, my flint. Um, staunch points all round for that one, so we, we appreciate it. Thank you very much. So let's get into it. Um, joining me is the backbone of Club at 22, one of the two that hold it together when I'm busy laying floors and fitting washing machines. Half of the best duo since the two Geordie lads that are always on a Saturday night uh, TV. It is Ali Pearson. Ali, how's it going, mate? Not bad, not bad. It's weird having you back, to be honest, because it was me and, Sco- me and Scotia did it last time. So I thought we did all right, to be fair, me and Scotia. Scotia's shot himself and he's not doing this one today, but <laughs> I, know he, I know he's busy with work, apparently, so we'll let him off for that one. But no, I'm looking forward to getting into it. Obviously, we've not... We've not done one since the previous one because obviously you've been moving house and stuff so yeah that's you and settled in your house now so hi ready to get amongst it now ready to get back to it mate i'm a bit like bambi on ice mate i just said to you before we started recording i was like god i'm nervous again about recording a podcast it feels like a long time ago mate as you say things have been hectic for me um we've just moved in it's to a new build and there's different snags and all that you know the, the script mate you've you've bought a new build as well and just things just got out of, out of control, really. It was just, I realised days were just kind of flashing past me. I've been off all week and I'm still not finished. I haven't had to do it. But anyway, people aren't here to listen to my life story, mate. Um, but we are back. Uh, we are going to be back to back to the usual stuff. So we're obviously here to uh, really preview the, the, the old farm game coming up. But we will touch on the Hibs game just due to the fact that we didn't do a post-match on it. And we'll just obviously discuss some Rangers news. Um, so, yeah, so just quickly, we'll touch on the Hibs game. Um, Rangers beat Hibs by two goals to one at Ibrooks last weekend. Goals from Jordy Bo and Ryan Kent. Ali, I spoke to you yesterday uh, about the game. As you say, I, I have only had a chance to sit down and watch the highlights. I've not watched the full the full one back. But it's fair to say that this one won't live long in the memory for you. No, I think you were lucky you didn't get to watch this game, to be fair. <laughs> it was... It was. I was. I was speaking to Scotia during the game. It was a bit of a non-event. It, it had the feel of a game that had nothing really to play. I know we're going in the unbeaten run and stuff, but and Hibs are going for third. Hibs had a go at us, which they always have this season. I quite like the way Hibs play. I don't like the club, but I like the way they play football. 
But I, I, I just thought we've not been playing great, Rangers, but we're, we're winning. We're still winning, which is that's that's all you want. And I can understand the Rangers players kind of playing in second gear, if you like, to be honest. And that's what it felt like with the Hibs game. A couple of good goals for Rangers, but it just Hibs Hibs were unlucky not to come out that game with a point. To be honest, they probably deserved slightly more. Hibs they targeted Barisic down the left hand side all the time with the boy Boyle with his pace. I will come on to Celtic game. I don't know if Forrest is fit for it, but I would assume they'll target that side, which was interesting because you've got Parson, who's a young lad on the on the right-hand side for Rangers, and Hibs had a boy Doig hang up against them, who's an up-and-coming player. They didn't target that side, and Parson had the, the beating of that dog the whole game, so they targeted Barisic, and it was, me and Scotia said, it was probably the worst game we've seen Bona Barisic defensively in a Rangers shot in a long time. I don't know what it was wrong with him. Obviously, we'll come on to what he was saying today, so hopefully <laughs> he's got the battle fever on now, but I think it was just one of the games where not much to play for. It was a bit of a training. It had a bit of a pre-season friendly about it, to be honest, the way it was. And I think that's what it will be till the end of the season with the league games. Maybe exception the Celtic game in the league in Aberdeen because we'll get the trophy that day. But this is what it is. And like you say, it's three points unbeaten. Bye. Move on. Yeah, I think so, mate. Even from the highlights, um, you could see Hibs had a few decent chances. Um, there's no doubt about it. They really did have a few good chances. Scored a good goal as well. Um, the finish from Joe Aribo was brilliant, and so was the finish from Ryan Kent, to be fair. They were really good goals. But, yeah, from the highlights, you could see... You can play can get from it as well. It's, Rangers were just that kind of flat tempo. Um, yeah. Not really not really the, the free-flowing best that we are. But, again, it's to be expected. I don't want to be too critical because it's... Three points and we're still unbeaten. The invincible season is is still on. Um, not that I particularly care too much about it, to be honest. If we get beat, we get beat. Um, as we we discussed yesterday, mate. If we were going to lose one old firm, um, it'd be the league one. Uh, we obviously have to win on Sunday. Uh, I couldn't care less about the invincible thing. They can cling on to that if they want. That makes no difference to me. But again, it's. You're right, with the only two big games left are in the league are the Old Firm and the Aberdeen match. The rest of them, are, they don't really matter. Um, obviously, from the highlights, you couldn't really see what you'd mentioned about Borna. You couldn't really see the the kind of struggle that he had, obviously, throughout the game. I think the highlights thing was only six minutes or something. So, um, apologies. I've got a lack of staunch points for that. I've generally not had a chance to sit down and watch the full game back. Um, but I think you've just got to put it down to the fact that it, We've won the league in fucking March, mate. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, you can't be too harsh. It's, it's only natural for them to kind of turn off a wee bit. And we just need to hope that the the lack of intensity and tempo in the the game is out their system f- for Sunday, really. Um, that's the only thing you can really hope yeah. for. Yeah, I, I, w- I, I would say on it as well, Hibs is probably the perfect game to play before an old firm because they're going to have a go at us. Celtic played Livingston who, I mean, I've not watched the highlights. They won 6-0. I can imagine Livingston came and pretty much sat in. And they probably, although they won 6-0, they may be confident Celtic. I'd rather we had the way we went, to be honest, if you know what I mean, playing against a Hibs team that was actually up against us playing. So I think it'll be good for Rangers going into the old firm because if we'd played somebody like, I don't know, Somebody like a Hamilton that would just sit back and you could just run over the top of them. Rangers could go into the old firm thinking, oh, Christ, we're just going to cakewalk this. But I think it'll give Rangers 
a slight kick up the arse and the way Hibs played, I think will benefit Rangers going into the game on Sunday. I would agree with you, mate. Uh, I would. I think the the six nil thing, um, Celtic being Livingston six nil, doesn't intimidate me. Doesn't make me think like, oh, Celtic are are back and however they want to be. And I, I really couldn't care less about it. Livingston are struggling just now. They've went through a kind of a, quite a bad patch after their good patch, and they are struggling with form. And he's he's trying to tinker with things. Martin Day will be bit so. Um, Again, though, I mean, I've not watched that game. Um, I've not watched the Rangers game, so I've certainly not watched the, the Celtic game. But if they want to have more confidence, then all the better, mate, for us to cut them down to size. That's that's what I say anyway. Um, it'll be even sweeter. But anyway, we'll leave that there. Uh, just before we obviously get to the preview of the old firm, we'll discuss some Rangers news. Uh, first of all, if you've not seen the Every Saturday We Follow video that Rangers released um, officially uh, go and watch it on YouTube on the official Rangers channel it is absolutely superb Ali yeah obviously all the my years we all got an email about it to go and look at it first I know somebody did say it was on YouTube actually before even if you clicked the link I don't know if that was true or not but I clicked the link anyway when I seen my email watched it oh, I was brilliant I'd love to know who actually sang it I know we discussed coming on to this the guy I think he produced it but I'd love to know who sang the actual one but I was really good. It'd be good if whoever sang that could come for the first game in a full packed high, which if we could for say Flag Day next season sing that song or something like that, I think that'd be brilliant. It yeah. it got the battle fever going for Sunday, to be honest. <laughs> it, it got me going and I think they've dropped that Rangers as well because I think season six renewals are very close as well. So it's to give us a wee uh, they know what they're doing Rangers to be fair with these things so oh, my money's sitting ready to give them for next year again so uh, they can email me whenever yeah <laughs> uh, well um, as you say obviously I've mentioned that a million times I've moved house mate I'm thinking about renting out a room so I can pay for my season ticket to be honest but no I'm the same mate it's, uh, it was great to watch Balfe you were kicked well and truly in I, I don't know how many times I, I, I've watched that I think I watched it last night before I went to my bed as well and it's brilliant and it's fair play to the, the social media side of Rangers just now. They, they're on top form. Um, they really are doing brilliant. It's, it's good to see. <clears throat> and it engages with, with so many people. But I, I, don't, I say I'm not sure who sang the song. I'm really not sure. Um, I know you did mention Twin Atlantic. I'm not sure if it is or not. Um, but the Blue Noses, though, I think, Twin Atlantic, isn't he? Yeah, one I'm, of them is. Yeah, obviously Ian that we know our pal, he's, he's friends with him. He, one of them, I think, is a Rangers fan, but I don't know if they would put their name to it. <laughs> probably not. I probably won't even admit to it, mate. Yeah, probably won't admit to it because all the Minhowlers will stop buying their music or whatever. But it is, it is absolute class. Uh, it really is. So go check it out. Absolutely brilliant from Rangers. Um, so from a high to a low, and unfortunately there's only one thing really. Um, but one major thing we have to discuss um, UEFA completed the review of the racial abuse that Cadella from Slavia Prague directed towards Glen Kamara awarded Cadella a 10 match ban but also handed out a 3 match ban to Kamara Rangers released a statement following the decision from UEFA um, and I will read it to you now so Rangers notes the disciplinary decision relating to our fixture v Slavia Prague Ibrox on 18th of March we welcome the suspension imposed on Cadella. This is not this not only vindicates Glenn Kamara's evidence, but underlines the severity of the comment, given the number of games which have been imposed by UEFA. Nevertheless, we believe the sanctions imposed on our two players, Glenn Kamara and Kamar Roof, are severe. We have written to UEFA seeking clarification and writing on the basis that we intend to appeal the suspension on both of both of the players. 
we will make no further comment on this matter. Now, Ali, before I have Massey on it, I'll, I'll, I'll come to you first, but what is your initial kind of thoughts on the bans and UEFA's handling, really, of this whole whole situation? Uh, I'm not surprised, to be honest. I think we've discussed this Christ, since it happened, to be honest. I, I honestly thought UEFA would... I didn't think they would do much, to be honest. We all said Cadella to me, should have been banned from football, either indefinitely. I know he's 34, Cadella, I think, either indefinitely or a two-year ban, something. something. I mean, you see these guys that, remember Rio Ferdinand and a few of them that had that, they went and it was to do with was it drugs or something in terms of, and they get hit with big, big bans. And you see a 10-match ban. And the thing about it is, it's, he's going to miss his league games and he'll be back next season, this guy. So he's not really missing much. And then for the cheek to give Kamara, a guy who's been racially abused, and we all know what the guy said to him. It was shocking. For him to get, what was it, three matches he got, and that was them kind of appealing it a wee bit as well, because I initially got more for sticking up for himself, and it, well, apparently assaulting him, which I, I don't know how they can give a ban on that, when there's no evidence for that, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's weird, but yeah, and it's it's not going to do anything for it now. I mean, we, they can do the going down on the knee and everything. I know we've seen it all and they're all standing now and it's just not, nothing's happening. And a 10-match ten, ten ban isn't going to, somebody else will do it again. And I don't know why you want to do it, beyond me why you want to do it. And yeah. I'm not shocked, and you see the reaction from not just Rangers but other football clubs around the world, especially the United Kingdom, and a lot of high-profile people coming out. I seen Gary Lineker the other day, I mean, they've all come out saying, "Why is Glenn Kamara got? Why has he been punished? For what? For for being a for being a black player, or for what? For why has he been punished?" And it's it's, it's such a nice guy, Glenn Kamara. I mean, we've said what Glenn Kamara is like as a guy. He's, just a nice, just a nice guy, Glenn Kamara. He's just wants to play football, and he's he's been punished, and he's going to miss the qualifiers for Champions League. We'll come on to probably Kamara Roof as well, who's going to miss that too for four game ban. I just think it's shocking, shocking, but it doesn't surprise me, which is shocking in its own. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're you're hundred percent right, mate. Um, quickly on the Kamara Roof one. Now, I understand why he's been banned. I think four games is a bit harsh. I'm not going to... Uh, and I'm, I'm not saying what he done was right or anything, but there is no way he meant to melt that guy in the face with his foot. There's no way he meant it. Okay, he should have led with his head. He endangered an opponent, an opponent, but there's no way that that's a, that's a four-match ban. In my opinion, anyway, I feel like it's just one of them things that UEFA have decided to do. Um so under the kind of the most important one, Kamara. Um, ten matches isn't enough. It's not going to deter anything. It's not going to fix anything. It doesn't make the stand that deserved to get made. The, the point that UEFA should have been making on this. They've found him guilty, right? So in my opinion, he's found guilty. He is a racist. He was racial. gave racial abuse towards Glenn Kamara. That's a lifetime ban. If you want to actually make a stand, if you want to actually do anything at all that's actually going to try and eradicate this from the game, it's going to be hard enough to do it in the world, but UEFA have the control to be able to do something that affects football directly. 
and they bottled it in my opinion, and they've just gave ten match ban um, as the the kind of minimum that they could they could give. I I think the guy's age, Cadella's age, is irrelevant. I think obviously he's not going to be able to play the Euros now. Um, but there is no way that ten matches is enough. It's 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 an absolute joke. It's a farce, and I'm not surprised. I'm probably surprised more at how they've gave the 10 games. I, I presumed it would be three or four or whatever, and they would have just kind of brushed it under the carpet because you can't directly see what he said from any camera angle or anything. So I thought it would be more brushed under the carpet. So 10 matches is more than I thought, but it's not enough. Um, and I think UEFA, the perfect example of what UEFA are all about, it's not about racism and it's all about money. Um, is it Kieran Trippier when he went to Spain? He he let loose that he was moving to Spain and he got 12 games for that because it affected yeah. betting markets. 12 games for that. And uh, this guy for racially abusing um, Glenn Kamara gets 10 matches. It's symbolic. It's embarrassing. Um, they, they're now going to hope it's going to go away and it won't go away because they've made the rod for their own back by now banning Glenn Kamara for three matches, which is probably the most surprising of it all because... We've said it before on previous pods, mate. I've never been racially abused. You've never been racially abused. I've been sectarianly abused fucking, I don't know how many times in my life, but it's water off a duck's back to me. But racial racial abuse is it's so wrong on so many levels. Um, and for things that Glenn Kamara's been through through his life, the kind of struggle that he's had with this, how visib- visibly upset he was on the night of the Slavia Prague game, Gerard giving him the hug and stuff, trying to kind of reassure him. And then to ban him for three matches for assault. Um, what assault? Uh, what, I mean, what assault? At what point did he assault him? The guy's got no mark on him. He's not punched him. He's not even raised his hand, I don't think, Kamara. And if it's going to go down this road of, oh, he waited in the tunnel for him, that's a lot of bollocks. It's just, it's not It's not true. It's nonsense. And it's... Ugh, you could go on and on and on about it, but I think it's uh, it's a real shame that UEFA have handled it like this, and it's a real shame that um, Glenn Kamara has been banned. I mean, the the poor guy um, to have to go through something like that. It's it's really not fair. Um, I suppose we could do a full pod on it, mate. I think everybody's in agreement that this is wrong, and the, the high profile people are coming out and saying that it's wrong. Um, I'll stand by it, mate. Cadella should be banned, and Slavia Prague should be hung out to dry. They didn't even get a fine for this. Yeah. See on the, the Kamar Roof four-match ban, Rangers got a €9,000 fine from for the, for the amount of hint, amount failing, of failing, to con- failing to control their players or something like that, wasn't it? Oh, it's just, I found bizarre. That's... I mean... It, but UEFA, they just make up as they go along, UEFA. They'd go on with the bloody SFA, to be honest, because... They do the same type of thing, so yeah. You wait for the ones that controls the rules of the the rules of the football, mate. They control. They can change the rules any time they want, and all that's the bollocks that they come out with. Oh, it's with it's only within a remit to do X, Y, and Z. I don't care. You create. You create the rules. Um, so you are the ones that can decide what to do. Um, the guy should be banned for life, and, and the Kamara one just baffling. And I hope Rangers do appeal it, and I hope we get some sort of clarity on what exactly Kamara has been banned for, because if it's for defending himself against racial abuse, which UEFA have now confirmed as true, and he was racist, and he is a racist, and he can stand and point at the respect by Johnny's shirt as much as he wants. He knows what he is. We all know what he is, and it's it's not right. Um, it, it's not correct. Um, it's a shame. 
as I say, it really is, and I could go on and on and on about it, but I, I was really saddened to, to see the way it's kind of been handled. Um, but, yeah, we'll see what comes from it. Um, I think Rangers will fight it and will battle it. Um, but the fact that, as you just mentioned, the, the nine grand fine for Rangers not controlling their, their players, Slavia Prague should be banned for creating false statements and for creating propaganda around something that that's a serious issue. Um they're a shambolic team. Um, congratulations to Arsenal for absolutely handing it to them. And as well, the way the, the Lacazette, especially, um, the way he handled himself, it was it was tremendous to see. And it's good that we're going to stand up to this kind of racial stuff. It, it's not right and it's it's not welcome in football, never mind. Uh, not welcome in the world and never mind in football. It's, it's pathetic. But anything more to say about that, mate, before I, I move on? No, well, again, just... Basically, what you were saying there about Arsenal, I, I didn't expect Arsenal to win four 0 last night. I, I think I said with Scotia in a previous pod, you, you don't know what Arsenal's going to turn up every week. They could hump a team or they could get beat off someday, so you don't know. <laughs> but they were on their A game last night, Arsenal, and, and well played Arsenal to go out there and win four 0 I don't think Slavia Prague's been beaten at home this no. season. I think they're the first team to do it. And yeah, as you said, Lacazette to basically walk right up to them and take the knee right in front of them where they were all standing hugged together. I thought, no, fair play to you, fair play. And um, yeah, delighted they're out, Slavia Prague. I just have a feeling we'll hit them in the, the Champions League qualifiers. But like you said, it's, it's a pod on its own talking about them. And I've just got a funny feeling we may face him in the Champions League qualifiers. So we'll need to talk about it all over again. Yeah, we will need to talk about it over again, and it's it's a shame it's still not even done, mate. Um, to be honest, but anyway, as I say, we'll move on, mate, because we're probably, as you said, we'll need to speak about it again at one point. So we will move on. If you get any other news you want to speak about, mate, briefly before we move on to the the next game, uh, I'm trying to think what's come out this this week. I don't think there's much really come out this week. I know that obviously the one we just discussed there, but and the the song that came out, but. Apart from that, I don't think there's anything else that's really come out. Nothing that I can really think of. I know they, they've put Nothing. the banners out in the front of Edmondson Drive. Now, oh, it looks class. Aye, that looks brilliant. Driving past that many a time, and it's um, <laughs> aye, that's really. If anyone wants a good photo opportunity, to go down there and get it. It's um, it looks brilliant. <laughs> it does look brilliant. I've seen the pictures online of that as well. Mate, it looks really, really good, and it's about time we do stuff like that, mate. I mean. Look what the other side of the city do, man. They put it absolutely everywhere that they can. And um, with the cast all billboards and stuff like that as well, that has been kicking about. It's been brilliant to see. Um, it really has been brilliant to see Rangers really up in their game. But yeah, as I say, I'm behind on all my podcasts, mate, that I listen to. Um, it's just been a hectic week, so that's why I asked that in case I'd missed something important. But anyway, we will move on to the next game now. Uh, Rangers take on Celtic at Ibrox in the fourth round of the Scottish Cup at the rearranged time of 3pm on Sunday the 18th of April and it's on Premier Sports. Um, the tie's obviously been moved to the Sunday due to the funeral of the Duke of Edinburgh, Prince Philip, and that is taking place on Saturday at 3pm. Uh, so before we get to the preview, it was press conference day today. It was Stephen Gerrard and Borna Barisic that attended. So Ali, do you want to take us through what the gaffer said? Yeah, um, that was quite a long one. Well, it's the Celtic one, so there is usually a long press conference. I know. I remember the previous Celtic game, we discussed the press conference for the old for, I think it was five minutes or something, but that yeah, was mainly really quick. because of the Cadella thing. Yeah. So, yeah, no, this was a long one. Straight away, they went in and asked them about Celtic's comments. John, the bravest man in the world, Kennedy, what he was talking about in terms of Celtic are apparently the best team in Scotland. 
basically. <laughs> he's, he's too he's too wise, Gerard, to jump and talk with us. I know we'll come on to Big Burner, but he basically said everyone's basically entitled to their opinion, but he only focuses on Rangers. He doesn't focus on outside noise. He, he did say a couple of things, which I quite like with Gerard. He says things that is a wee dig, but without really going into them, he did say, well, we've got the 15th of May coming up, we've got the title to lift, and we're 20 points clear, so we'll just look after ourselves, basically. <laughs> I like him. <laughs> you're like, ah, yes! You're like, Stevie, boys. And then, um, then he was asked about Morelos as well, which he always has in old firms, about, well, the goal he scored against the old firm, like, get him get him going for, for Sunday, and he says, yeah, the goal was obviously big for him in terms of he's never scored against them, and this has been hanging over for a while, and he's got the bit between his teeth, and he's he's ready to go as well. So I says, he, if, if he's selected, he did say, which we all know he will be selected. So. <laughs> and I honest, and he was on, obviously, this game, because it's a cup game, he says it's difficult, difficult to judge how the game will go because it is a cup game, it's a one-off game, anything can happen in a cup, you never know what will happen, but he says we need to be aggressive and um, play at a high tempo. If we play that, now I don't know how many times we've said it in these podcasts, if Rangers play at a high tempo, most teams can't live with us. If we drop that tempo, we could get ourselves in bother, and it's happened a few games recently where the tempo has been low, so if we raise the tempo, like Gerard says, we should be fine. On Tav, he did say Tav is he was back to full contact training with the first team today, which was good news. They've got another training session tomorrow, which he'll be involved with. So he says if he comes all through that, they'll make a make a judgment call tomorrow. But he did say he'll probably be involved. I don't think he'll so come into teams. I don't think he'll start. I think he'll be on the bench, which would give everyone a boost just for him to be there, sitting there. It doesn't have to come on, but to be there. And then he come on to. Ryan Jack, who I don't know how many times we've mentioned Ryan Jack in the last couple of months, we had the fear, the fear we had is um, came through. He's going to be out for the rest of the season, which is really unfortunate for him, and he's going to miss the Euros as well. I mean, I know me and you, in terms of the, the national team, doesn't get us going at all. We don't get a buzz. We know Scotia, he gets a big buzz in Scotland, and it's it's disappointing for Ryan Jack to, to represent Rangers to play with his national team in a, a major tournament. He just got himself into that Scotland team as well, and it's disappointing. It's disappointing. I know they're all shouting on Twitter today about David Turnbull, the greatest midfielder in Scotland, apparently, so he see if he comes in and plays for Ryan Jack. But it's disappointing with Ryan Jack. They did say they'd found the root cause of the problem, and he should be back for pre-season, which is a positive, they did say, but... Ryan Jack, I think Ryan Jack's 29 now. We may have to look for a replacement for Ryan Jack soon because we can't have him break down. So that was disappointing. Um, they tried, they were one about previous derbies about them. Obviously, we've the previous three games this season, we've we've won two, drawn one, but he was basically saying it's a cup game, so anything can happen. The, the previous old firms, as as it happens in all old firms, go out the window as they say. Um, on Glenn Camara as well, he said he's got all the support for Rangers. He's he's a strong player, strong person, Camara. He's professional. All he wants to do, Camara, is play football. That's all he wants from now on. He doesn't want to continue to talk about this. And it's unfortunate he has to talk about it and say these things, but he wants to focus on football. 
And finally, he was really he was asked about Arsenal last night. He said he loved the way Arsenal went about it. He loved the before, during the game, and after. And he was proud to watch Arsenal last night. So yeah, no, he was delighted. I asked a few other things, but it was quite a long press conference, 11, 12 minutes. So I, I'd, I'd urge people to go and listen to it. But yeah, that that was the main points that came out of it. So yeah, I don't know if you've obviously seen the press conference, but you took out yeah. of Gerard was saying. Yeah, I, lo- I do love his wee, his wee digs, mate. Um, his wee professional digs that he does. It's, it's tremendous the way he handles the press and the way that he, he gets his point across. And he'll be lifting a historic 55th title and stuff like that. You're like, well, he knows exactly what he's doing. He's tremendous. I absolutely love him. Um, so it was good to see him ha- having his wee say. And to be honest, mate, comments like that made by this Kennedy, who cares? Do you know what I mean? Like it doesn't matter. They they are trying their hardest to try and save their season, mate. Um, and let them. As far as I'm concerned, I really don't care. Alfredo will play, of course he will. <laughs> there is no <laughs> doubt about it. Alfie will be playing. Um, and then on to Ryan Jack. It's a, such a shame, mate. It really is. And um, we all knew it was going to come. I think everybody knew that it was happening, especially we was going to see a specialist and stuff. And hopefully they do fix it. I think next season's a massive season for Ryan Jack um, in terms of his Rangers career, and probably in terms of his footballing career as well. Um, that if they they do manage to fix the root cause of the problem, and he goes well, hopefully the majority of the season without too much injury, then um, we could be okay. But you're probably right, mate. There's probably going to need to be some sort of can contingency plan here for him um, which is a real shame a, a real real shame I, I don't hide it I'm a Ryan Jack fanboy I absolutely love him um, and I, 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 I feel for him I really do um, he's probably gutted himself but I'm pretty sure he'll still be there on the 15th of May mate to, um, to lift that trophy he's got as much right as pretty much anyone in that team to, to lift that trophy um, so just need hope he makes a speedy recovery and he is back for back for the um back for the pre-season uh, and obviously it was good Gerard was really good as well um, with Arsenal he was pretty much saying get it right up Yugoslavia Prague without saying it um, which was which was really good to see as well so on to on, on to the man of comedy <laughs> Mr Borna Barisic Charlie uh, I went to Borna no surrender Barisic he was <laughs> he had the battle fever right into him which I loved he's got that see because he's Croatian he's that he's got that kind of you could imagine dry, like a James like Bond a dry, film or something. It's like a dry personality, isn't it? It's yeah. quite, quite dry. Yeah. I wouldn't fuck. I would. I wouldn't fuck about him to be honest. But <laughs> he's. Um, I he well and truly had a battle fever on. I've just. I've got a feeling Gerard's maybe been noising them up this week, saying that big Diddy John Kennedy across the road's all saying he's a shite basically. And so I'd be saying the same with the team. Look what they're saying about you. They are better than you apparently. Go out and fucking show them. So yeah. uh, he was he was wound up Barisic and I like that. I've seen a side to Borna Barisic this year. You would have seen it as well. He's there for the cause. He's there for the fight. You've seen it this time. I remember when he went right up to the the corner. Um, it was when fans were, I think, and he went right up to them and he's like, "Come <laughs> at me!" <laughs> he's, he's, it's, he's has changed from when he first came in at Rangers. He was timid when he came in at Rangers. Remember, he was. Gerard had a go at him for being down in the deck at one point in one of the games, and he's completely changed his Rangers career to being one of the best left backs in Europe. And I, he was, he's right up for it. I just hope he plays like that tomorrow. But I, into what he was saying, they were on about obviously it's a cup game. He said he expects it to be different as it is a cup game, as a as a, as a one off. 
they asked him about obviously Tav's potentially back, but and Nathan Patterson filling in right back says he's very talented with big big potential and yeah, he's pretty sure he can he can handle the old firm. I know he did come on in the, the last one for the second half. So yeah, he's more than capable of coming in. And he asked about obviously pressure as a pressure on Rangers and he was Basically, no, it's just another game for Rangers. So it's the Cup, obviously, we've, we've not done well in the Cups. If you look at Gerrard's, um, apart from the League Cup final we got to, but yeah, takes it another game. They obviously says on previous games, um, they had they kept asking me about this, and the, the previous three games in terms of Rangers, had, they're undefeated, they've beat Celtic twice. And I think they were wanting him to come out and say, I we're going to pump them in Sunday or something. I, don't, I, I think that's what they were wanting, but... Yeah. Yeah. He was saying that again, it's a cup game, it's going to be different. So, yeah, and then they asked on the front three of uh, Kent, Morelos and Roof in terms of having them in the team. He says, obviously, yeah, they're, they're good to have in terms of the help help the defence, in terms of the, the goals they score and stuff, but it's not about the defence or the attack, it's about the team as a whole, which I, I, you can see that as Rangers, they are, they are, they are one unit this this, this um, season. And then I, he came on to, to John Kennedy, which is obviously real big one up this week. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be honest, I like these things that players say, and I don't like them at the same time. I like them when they say it after we've done, done it on the pitch rather than before, because sometimes I think it gives a team a team talk, because I know John Kennedy will go into the Celtic dressing room and say, well, what, he's, what I'm about to say, what he said, Barisic, but they said it, but he says, she says things, but yeah, we'll need to see, but I, he was asked about John Kennedy's comment, and he said it's the, <laughs> it's the biggest joke he's heard this year, <laughs> and then he went on to say they haven't beat us, they're 20 points clear of them, so it's basically disrespectful to us, which was, like I say, I like it and I don't like it. I do like it because it's like right into these bastards now, but it writes their team talk, easily writes oh, their right. team talk. So we'll just need to see what, what team of theirs comes out. And then he went further on to say in terms of, you've heard Celtic this year in terms of the excuses, the COVID, etc. But at the end of the day, it's not as if Rangers are... I've won this title five points ahead of them. We've lost five games. We're undefeated. They've not defeated us. And we're 20 points clear. So he says that is disrespectful. And aye, that's pretty much what Big Bonner says. But he's he's right up for it, Bonner. I just hope he doesn't play how he played against Hibs. Because if he does, fuck, we're in danger. <laughs> yeah, he's he definitely started banging the drum. Um, really, uh, Bonner. Uh, I like it, mate. I like the way that he is. And you're right about how he's changed. He's definitely developed into a, a, a real ranger, really. Um, he's bought completely into the cause. He knows what it's all about. He knows what it what it means to us, and I, he's all up for it. And his comments on John Kennedy's just it's brilliant. It, it really is, and it's it just shows that this this team now are not really affected by it. We are twenty points clear. We've won the league in mid March, the earliest a team's done it in over a hundred years. And it's still um, Sevco, um, Sevco, this COVID, that, a lot of shite, mate. It's just a lot of nonsense, and it's the last thing they have to hold on to, and it's absolute class. I love Borna, man. I think he's, I think he's excellent. I really do. Um, he's just class, man. And that is the whole dry personality thing. You don't really know how to take him, I don't think. Uh, but, uh, yes, it's absolutely brilliant. So, 
we'll jump on to what we think are obviously they, they both of them interviews are on the Rangers official YouTube channel so you can go check them out the press conference from today so we'll jump on to what you think starting 11 is going to be mate um, you, know you go first yeah I think we'll pick the same back line to be honest I've got Shagger Parts yep. and Goldson Hollander because Balogun's out to end the season obviously and Barisic yep my midfield three the guy I've put in there I've Possibly given a bit of a hard time in previous pods because I don't think he's been up to the speed of what he was earlier on in the season. But I think we need a guy like this in the old firm because he knows that he's been there, done it. He's got a bit of dig about him. So my midfield three, Scott Arfield, I'm bringing him back into the midfield three alongside Davis and Kamara. Joe Aribo for me in the midfield three against Celtic, he's... He frustrates me, Aribo, because he's brilliant. Aribo. I, he's, he's outstanding. He's just got everything about him. But for some reason in the old firms, he's not showed up yet. He's really not showed up. And the, the, the last game at Ibrox, he looked petrified, Aribo. Remember the 1-0 game? Um, mm-hmm. But as I say that, I've got my front three of Morelos, Kent, and I've put Joe Aribo up there. I think he'll go with Roof, to be honest. I just don't so think if you, Morelos... If you pick- You've picked the team you want to see, not the, what you think you'll go with, yeah? Yeah, well, yeah. Arebo Morelos Kent is what I want. I think he'll go with Ruth. I, I don't like Ruth Morelos Kent. I don't think it works as well, to be honest. I get what Ruth brings to the team, but I don't know. I, I think he's better playing through the middle, Ruth. It's either Morelos or Ruth for me. I just don't think the two of them really work. I think if you get Joe Arebo pushed further forward, with the quickness of his feet and everything, what he can do, I just think that's more dangerous. I mean, I would love Scott right through there as well, with just complete pace to terrorise them. But yeah, that that that's my team. But I think he'll pull a rebound and he'll have roof in there. So yeah, I think I've picked the team that I think he'll go with. Um, the same back five. Um, Davis Kamara and Aribo in the midfield, and I think Kendrick and Morelos is what he what he will play. Um, the question you're right about Aribo and Arfield in the midfield. He could play Arfield in the, the midfield three. Um, if I was to pick a team personally, I would pick Davis Kamara and Aribo in the midfield, and I would play uh, Kent Wright and Morelos. I'd love to see them three going at Celtic and just going for it. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely, just yeah. really not taking any prisoners and just absolutely going for it. But I think you're right. I think you probably will start with, with Ruth and Morelos and Kent up front. And then obviously it just depends how Scott Arfield is and Aribo is for the other one, um, I would imagine. And I don't think, even if Tav gets through today and tomorrow, he, I don't think he starts. Um, you never know. He might. Do you know what I mean? If, he, if Tav's feeling up for it, he's feeling good. But I don't see them taking any massive risks with, with him. Um, he's such an important player to us. So I, I don't see any risk being, being took on that one. Um, so wait and see. So your score prediction? Um you go first, because <laughs> mine's is ridiculous. <laughs> is it? Aye. <laughs> uh, I mean, I talked to you yesterday about this game, and I know you hate when I say I go a lot about the laws, laws, the averages and the stats averages, and stuff, yes. and I just think they're due to beat us sometime. They're due <laughs> to beat us sometime, and. The previous two games, Celtic's probably played as good as he can in the previous two games, and they've got nothing from the games, which is a, a right big positive, and we've really not played to our potential. If Celtic play the way 
they've played the previous two games and we play the way we've played the previous two games, there's a potential they could beat us, to be honest, because they're due, they are due. But if we play how we can play, we'll 100% beat them. And that's what I'm going on. I'm going on a Rangers team that's going to lay it all out in the park tomorrow because it's a cup final tomorrow for me, on Sunday, sorry. And I think this Rangers team, I could just tell the Gerard, he'll have them wound up. This is a one-hit go and fucking put the sword into them. And that's the Rangers team I think will show up and I hope show up. And based on that, my score prediction is 3-1 Rangers, Morelos to get a double. It's not far off mine, to be honest, mate. Um, I'm going along with, with you, mate, that I think, I think Rangers are going to be up for it. We have the chance to end their season completely on Sunday and um, really t- kind of paves the way for us. Not that I'm saying taking anything for granted, but it really paves a great chance for us to get to the final and win the cup. Um, so I think Rangers will be up for it. Uh, I'm going to go for 3-0 and I'm going for an Alfredo Hattrick. Oh God! Because <laughs> uh, that would be absolutely tremendous. That would that would really put the cherry uh, cherry on the top of the cake um, for, for for this season. There's absolutely no doubt about it. But it's t- time to put. It's just time to show them and put them back to where they rightly belong. The second biggest club in this country. They know it. We know it. Kennedy's already provided Rangers with the the team talk that they need. Rangers just need to go out there and make that charity act of a man eat, eat his own words really um, show why we're champions show why we're the premier club in Scotland and show why we are the people um, that's that's really all Rangers need to do and I, I think we will I, I think we'll do it um, I, I can't wait for it I really am I was looking forward to it because I thought it was going to be 4pm on Saturday mind you 3pm on Sunday is not the best but um, yeah so I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it though um, so bring it on so we went on a wee bit there, Ali. Obviously, this is the kind of first one we've done in a couple of weeks, so we'll leave it there. Um, I thank you very much for your time, mate. Again, thank you for taking the reins last week for me um, in my absence, but we, we are back now. But thanks very much, mate. No problem. I'll, uh, aye, the battle fever will kick. Well, it's kicked in now after hearing Big Born today, but <laughs> aye, no, I'll be up for it on Sunday. And um, yeah, let's go and put the sword into them Rangers and finish them off. Indeed, let's go and finish them off. Exactly, put them back in their place. Um, so, shameless plug time. Um, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, like the videos, give us a wee five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, leave a comment and share it anywhere that you can. It really does support us and really does make a huge difference. Thank you to all for listening. Thank you to for sticking with us during a wee absence there while I moved house. Um, I really do appreciate it. Um, and things are going well and we, as I say we are back in the normal run of things now everything should be back to kind of normal um, so we are Club at 22 the Champions podcast we will speak to you on Sunday after the old fun with a club reaction pod uh, hopefully discuss a win for Rangers and put us through the next round of the Scottish Cup so enjoy your weekend enjoy the sunny day today um, enjoy the game on Sunday and we will speak to you on Sunday we are the people cheers Podcast Network.